Welcome to the Big Dogs Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Lee. On today's episode, we will talk about holiday travel and all things associated. Uh, what we have noticed is that athletes need guidance um, and some overarching ideas that can allow them to keep consistency uh, when traveling. So we're going to provide some uh, checklists or uh, some priorities that people should put some emphasis into um, to allow uh, a successful uh, travel during the holidays. So uh, hopefully this uh, gives some great information to be implemented uh, as soon as possible. So if you like this episode, please head over to iTunes, rate and review us. Always uh, want more subscriptions and uh, continued growth of the podcast. Uh, we love listening. We love hearing feedback uh, to know how we can get better and also continue to deliver great information uh, to the athletes all over the world. So thanks and enjoy the show. Hey guys, and welcome to the Big Dogs Podcast. So today I'm going to go over uh, travel during the holidays and some strategies and tips for athletes to take and implement to set them up best for travel um, and also set them up best when they go uh, to wherever they are traveling to to ensure that they can stay somewhat consistent. Because we forget that, you know, if you fall off trap uh, track, uh, say, say, or you did fall off track during Thanksgiving, um, and towards the end of uh, November, and you move into December, and all of a sudden you don't get really back on track, and the holidays come, and it's just a wash. So essentially, maybe it's six weeks potentially, or maybe it's just a few weeks at Christmas, where in New Year's, where you're, you're going and doing things, but you're not not that consistent. And we have to look at the overall plethora of things that are coming up, and, and recognize that in relation to uh, the season for a fitness athlete, we need to then prioritize and say that this is still a very important time of year to stay consistent. Um, but that doesn't mean overstress. I think too many people get connected to like, oh, I can't make this and this, and they don't communicate that well to potentially their coach. But that's why I love articulating individual design because we get to manipulate those things and allow the individual to have a schedule that works for them. So that's really important. So don't overstress, but you need to recognize that there is some need to stay consistent during this time because you want to show that it's a priority for you to, to, to develop and continue to develop, to continue to improve and work towards whatever the goal may be. So with that said, um, I think first and foremost is just to recognize how important hydration is when, when individuals and when athletes travel. Um, I, I People too often wait for uh, the, the stewardess to come around uh, and, and provide water to them uh, as, their, as their hydration on a flight and they get the half glass and, and it's just not substantial enough. So ensure that you purchase water or bring your hydro flask or, or clean canteen, whatever it may be, and fill it up at the uh, filtered water stations um, or purchase water, you know, a couple liters of uh, smart water prior to getting on the plane. So you're set. You don't have to worry about anyone providing you that, that resource because it is just such an essential part of traveling well, staying uh, alert, staying energetic, etc. will all come from great hydration. So make sure you do that as a precedent. The next piece that I'll kind of walk through is something that we have established as a system. We call it the on-the-road nutrition guidelines, right? And there are a series of just suggestions for individuals to look at and say, okay, well, that's really interesting. That could work for my setting or scenario to set me up for best success to travel 
to get to feel like when you land or after you get out of the car, whatever it may be, that you you're ready to go and, and you're ready to uh, adjust if there's a time zone change or just get into the acclimated of, of your surroundings and environment. So um, the, the next piece uh, we'll go into is, is something that we like to call survival kits. So these survival kits, I think you can probably make your own. You can also order them online. Uh, they come with um, some turkey pepperoni sticks, uh, some uh, chicken bites, epic bars, uh, some trail mixes that are paleo-based, very healthy, um, Hail Marys, uh, paleo crunches, you know, there's a lot of different things that you can kind of organize and put together as like your survival kit. So, uh, what we'll try to do is create a graphic, um, and put this out on just some strategies on like, Hey, these foods are great as like pre-packaged, uh, snacks that give some good quality nutrients that aren't super high in processed, um, uh, sugar. Uh, they, they aren't super, uh, they're, they're very clean. Uh, they're, they're not going to cause a lot of angst to the digestion in relation to the individual, but, uh, it's just some, some ideas around, you know, some, some specific things that have worked well personally, but also we've delivered to a number of athletes that have success that, that, you know, they're scared of the airport food, or maybe they didn't prepare well leading up to it, which we'll get to. Um, you can, you can find these things and have a plethora of them in your home or in your, uh, your gym bag, uh, just to have and uh, available on the go. So don't forget that. So don't forget your survival kit, whatever that is for you. You can get creative. Don't don't hesitate to. But just make sure it's got something that has some good quality protein, some good quality fats, um, and just watch um, the amount of processed sugar. If you do some uh, some dates or, or something similar to that, um, I, I, it's not the end of the world by any means. I do think there is something to regulating blood sugar when you travel in adjustment of a time zone if that's necessary. So just be cautious of that. So um, some other items, just to name a few, deli meat, um, pepperoni slices, uh, the Justin's nut butter pouches, um, you know, some raw nuts, macadamiums, some little guacamole packs, um, and uh, some, some other meats that you could bring potentially uh, that are preserved. And uh, again, if your stomach can handle that, that's, that's an easy uh, use of um, uh, the survival kit and just, just finding an easy access to those things that are really easy to put in your bag and then carry on. Um, they may look at you funny when you go through, but the reality of it is that doesn't matter as long as you're fueled. So uh, with that said, just tr- tr- compound your own survival kit and, and make it something that you know you're excited to eat. It's not like oh I'm dreading this and you're all, you're already looking for 15 other options. Make it sure it's something that you're you're wanting to consume and you're like okay this is going to be consistent with the the macronutrients I may need or at least provide enough fuel to get you through the flight or the drive whatever that is um, and, and to get you to the the location to where then you can adjust. Now the next step is going getting to the location and making sure that it's set up. So if you're going to a hotel, you know, ask for things like making sure that you have a mini fridge available or asking for things like, okay, well, what are my options for food in in the hotel as well as the surrounding areas? You know, if you're going home, making sure that your parents have a list of things that uh, are available to you. Um, I know that sounds so funny, but the reality of it is as long as you communicate those things effectively, a lot of times your parents or the hotels are more than willing to accommodate you. They, they want you to, to obviously have a nice stay. Um, and uh, your parents want you coming back every year for, for the holiday. 
So with that said, ongoing, we just have to be more cognizant and aware of communication prior to the, the, the actual stint of travel. Make sure you're, you're, you're setting yourself up for success. Don't get there and try to plan around those things um, because that's a, it's a, it's a, a failure-based plan. Make, make sure your plan is fairly foolproof. Do your best to, uh, to challenge yourself up front to go through a checklist of things that could potentially come up. And you're like, okay, this is how I'm going to mitigate that to stay in line with what I need to do as an athlete within nourishment and lifestyle to be successful within your training practices and also consistently recover. So that's what you can do in uh, setting yourself up for for travel to a particular place. There's also extended stays where you can st- you know, you prepare your own food. Obviously, that's a, a great way to go about things. Um, it's, it's, it's very easy to find those places. You can search for them. Again, if you're going to a location where your family is, um, just be, be cautious. I mean, remember the BLGs of smelling your food and creating a relaxed environment, taking time to eat with your family, putting down your fork, Chew and enjoy the flavors, you know, cook your own food when it's possible, you know, enjoy that time with your parents or your family and make that what you do in the holiday. Um, you have to be conscious of your food selection. So if you know you have an aversion, you know how your immune system is going to be challenged by some sort of food, you know, take the time just to communicate that. A lot of times more than, there's a lot of times where people are willing to accommodate for those things, but it's not, if it's not communicated again, you'll just sit there and want to shit your pants later or potentially, you know, or have GI issues because, you know, you just didn't say, Hey, I can't have garlic with my meal tonight. Okay. Um, stay hydrated. Uh, when you get there, that's another important component. You know, when you get to the location is continue that plethora of things, especially if you're, con- you're keeping consistent with your training, you have to stay hydrated. Um, and, you know, make sure you bring your supplements. You know, if you plan effectively and, and you lay this intricate checklist out, make sure you have your list of supplements that you need, a green supplement, you know, maybe some other things, digestive enzymes potentially, uh, just to set you up for that success component to then when you travel, you've got everything that you need and you're not relying on anything else to try to provide you that. You've set yourself up for success within uh, within travel. So just think about those things um, on the road, in the air, on the go, uh, and then when you get to the actual location. Um, and for individuals, finally, that are that are thinking about traveling overseas, I always ask clients, I mean, f- again, we go back to how important hydration becomes, but adding electrolytes to to their water or some trace minerals can be effective way to continue to, to stay stay uh, hydrated and also get water back you know, into the cell, which is obviously the, uh, a major component. It's, it's very important. Um, and then next, um, for, for individuals that are traveling overseas, just watching blood sugar regulation, or even if it's a couple time zones in, in travel. So you know, you're going from the East Coast to the West Coast of the United States or vice versa. We want to really watch the uh, consumption of sugar or, or regulations of uh, blood sugar when we get to the new location. Because the last thing yet you want is to land and then eat, you know, this meal with rice and potatoes, etc. And all of a sudden you want to sleep uh, a little bit later because the time zone's off or where you're at. It's currently bedtime, whatever it may be. Just just be cautious of that and be very careful. So I always recommend the meals after you get after or you get home or to the location. Keep those relatively low in blood sugar just for the time being. You know, most of the time you're not training on that day of travel, so you're just doing some maybe some blood flow um, and getting acclimated to the new environment and trying to adjust your circadian rhythm in, in relation to that. There's also a, a number of tricks and up, 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 up coaches' sleeves uh, that we work with um, that uh, individuals can can partake in to help adjust uh, their their sleeps and help adjust their time frames. Uh, one of them is the Happy Light. 
Um, and there's also uh, the human charger, which is little earbuds you put in your ears. But those are what we'll call biohacks. But those are necessary for individuals traveling to different time zones or have a, a real big struggle in keeping energy up because they just aren't getting sunlight or they aren't getting exposure to shift rhythm appropriately. So just remember those things. Try to control blood sugar. Try to give your body and system the chance to adjust as needed to that new environment um, because uh, that will be the most successful. Um, so finally, in closing, just plan effectively. I think I've listed a number of things that uh, athletes can utilize in planning out um, their abilities to travel. Um, but don't forget that if you don't plan, you also don't have uh, to, to completely fall off the wagon, right? Falling off the wagon means just, just saying, eh, it doesn't really matter because you have to remember how that sets down the immune system and the immune system is so connected to recovery. If we can't keep the immune system up and we challenge it too much with poor food quality, with lack of sleep, with lack of hydration, all of those pieces, then all of a sudden now training becomes hindered and then we lose our, our, our ongoing push towards progression. So um, I can't emphasize that enough. Plan well, but in the, in the instances where that plan doesn't go perfectly, make smart choices. As athletes, you're educated enough. If not, ask your coach to say, hey, I know I'm not going to have access to these things. What should I do? Um, and, and that's how we can facilitate smart decisions to say, even if you have to eat a, a crappy quality meal, let's still keep it within these reins because we'll at least get something out of it where it's not going to disrupt the potential outcomes of uh, the training in the future or just uh, recovery in the future. So hopefully, again, that was some good stuff for all of you just on uh, travel around the holidays and also setting yourself up for success when you do go home for the holidays in uh, communication and, and, and having a great time and enjoying that holiday time uh, with your family, um, but also then uh, staying aligned with uh, the overall premise and goal for yourself. So um, we'll create a couple cool graphics that will give some insight um, on uh, the survival kit, uh, as well as just some other tricks uh, that we have that can really just uh, enforce these uh, points and these suggestions for athletes and uh, just give a, a, a plethora of uh, things to pull out of uh, your, your tool belt, essentially, um, to set you up for uh, maximal success when traveling. So I hope you guys enjoyed the chat and um, follow up uh, with comments and make sure you tune back in in the future weeks. Um, we're always open to suggestions on what conversations to have, but I really want to try to make each one of these uh, these these episodes be directly at athletes, where individuals can direct take take things right from uh, what I'm what I'm speaking about, or one of the other presenters is speaking about, and utilize it immediately. So uh, hopefully we've done that today, uh, and enjoy your day.